In the wrestling world, the people are represented by two separate but unequally important groups. The wrestlers and bookers, who literally do all the hard work, and the fans, who endlessly nitpick and overanalyze everything they do. These are their stories. Welcome to Raw and Order, the wrestling booking unit, the only wrestling podcast on the planet that can fuck up their entrance and upload the wrong one. I am your host, Detective Mark Smarks, and I am joined, as always, by my partners in crime fighting, starting off, District Attorney Vincent K. Fay. What's going on, man? How are you? I'm really enjoying talking in your ear while you're while you're admitting to the fucked up entrance. The, that the was kind of fun. Couldn't hear you at all. So. Oh really? Even though even though I was back in the in the backstage and you can hear the backstage. I at, when, until I officially add you, I cannot hear you. So oh, you were talking to me, but well, there um, you go. There you have it. That's funny. Anyway, doesn't really matter. Us, from up north, RCMP JLB. What's going on, man? How are you? Hey, hey, hey. Goes good. It goes good. Happy Father's Day to all. Uh, I am not a father, but I have one. So, you know, we did festivities. And, uh... Nope. Nope. Pretty sure you'd know. (laughs) (laughs) Um... Yeah, pretty good idea. Pretty good idea. Um, And, yeah, aside, uh, you know, on Hell in the Cell, it was... uh, there, decent, there I was guess. a cell. There was a cell. There, there was heck in it. Heck in a cell tonight. I don't know if it quite reached hell status, but yeah. I don't know. I mean, I, I I'm gonna go ahead and say before we even start, I think the women are better in Hell in a Cell matches than the men are. It, it was the better Hell in a Cell match of the two tonight. Yes. I mean, it, in the past, it has been. I mean, we've only had four years of it, but. I think I think some of it comes down to uh, they understand and and rise to the pressure a little bit better. I think men have just had Hell in a Cell as one of their things for so long that it's commonplace to them, and the women are like, "No, this is new to us. Let's let's make this good." Well, I also think you just don't have overly crazy heavyweights in the woman, obviously, in the Hell in the Cell, which makes it for a more exciting time. Mm-hmm. If you had, I don't know, Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn, for instance, in the Hell in a Cell. That up. If that had been Hell, Hell in a Cell, mind reader, we, we might have been saying different things right now. But. I've mm-hmm. never seen that kendo stick spot in a men's match, though. And I've seen it now twice in the women's Hell in a Cell, where they put the kendo sticks across between. Mm-hmm. Between the ring and the and the, but again, so look back at the last ten years of men's uh, Hell in a Cell matches. How many of them have been against the lighter weight people? Right, that's true. It's all been well, super heavyweights. It's all been the Bobby Lashleys and and. Oh my God! That guy went through the cell. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So, uh, so that's why I say Kevin Owens versus Sami Zayn could have had a lot of those matches there. I mean, the the closest that we had not too long ago that could have opened up for some of that would have been Seth Rollins versus uh, Bray Wyatt. The Fiend, yeah. The Fiend. But even then, you know, both of them are heavyweights, not 
Well, Seth would have still been good in that. Just you know, it was kind of a fuckery kind of Hell in a Cell match, which we should never talk about. I don't even know why you brought that up. I, yeah, that doesn't exist. Doesn't exist. I I erased it out of my memory. I have no idea what you're referring to. It's not fucking canon. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, before we get into the full review of it, although I guess you've already heard a little bit about what we uh, thought of Hell in a Cell, I would like to remind everyone that Raw and Order is part of the Tatnus Co. Podcast Network. So if you haven't already, head over to tatnusco.com. Check out the other shows on the network there. Um, tell them we sent you. Um, in case, just to, to uh, hit something, clear the air about, uh, you can tell uh, DA Fabe went back to his old camera setup for the time being. We were just having so much problems with, with his connection on his new setup and, and the picture quality, and we're still trying to work that out. So he's going he's gonna to... And my air conditioner went out two days ago, so kind of need... A window next to me. Yeah. Yeah, that too. Uh, I too <laughs> know the pain of having an air conditioner go out shortly after you've bought a house. Um, it's not fun. It's not fun at all. It happened to me three months after I bought a house. I bought a house in a, in a February and by it was June, actually. So it was basically uh, the same sort of a thing. Uh Went to turn on the air conditioner on a hot day, and it turned on. It sounded like it was going great, and there was air coming out, but it just wasn't. It wasn't cold air. Like, hmm. So I wait a little bit, and it's still not cold. And I wait a little bit longer, and it's still not cold. And I go out and I check, and the the fans running on the big compressor outside, but no cold coming out of it. Yeah. Yeah. The joys of the yeah. homeowner. Homeowner. Oh. Owner. Anyways, we will. Oh, go ahead homeowner. And, yeah. We Not a homeowner. Yeah, you're a homeowner. <laughs> um, we will go ahead and get into talking about Hell in a Cell 2021. Do make sure to click that little thumbs up button if you like our contact there. Share it. If you are um, on our live stream, thumbs up. Let us know. Hit us up in the comments there. Uh, make sure to subscribe to our channel so you get notified as soon as we go live. Um, the channel right there. Yes, yes. Ron Order Wrestling Booking Unit channel on YouTube. Yeah. Or you can actually follow us on Facebook. You'll be able to do the live streams there. If you want to, the replays are always available so you can watch it later. You don't have to be on the live stream. We'd love to see you on the live stream, but replays are going to be available and it does get uploaded in audio format to our standard podcast channel so if you're more of an audio person we understand check it out there but do make sure to like share and subscribe follow us on social media the links are going to be in the doobly doos or at the link tree on the screen right there uh if you are new to our podcast we kind of review pay-per-views a little differently we don't go standard down the card, you know, this is what happened. What did you think of this match? This is what happened. There are enough podcasts that do that, and we just kind of try to get to the meat and bones of it. Were there good matches? Were there bad matches? Um, and on this this pod, uh, this particular pay-per-view, there were both. So um, we will talk about it. Yeah, I'm gonna say hands down. I, this is this. Here's my prediction before we even go. I'm gonna say that we are going to have the first 
uh, format of this type that has um, every single match mentioned in some type of of award that we're doing here. Uh, partially because it's short. Mm-hmm. Um, I assume we're not throwing kickoff show in. Otherwise, that'll ruin, you know, maybe worse match. Um, <laughs> I didn't yeah, kickoff show was rough. It was rough. It. it was Natalia, and I was like, meh. 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 Okay. Yeah. Don't say that in front of Montreal there. Anyway. Oh, um, no. She's very meh. I don't even meh. know. I, I don't get how she's so meh being a heart. Like, it's very uh, – I don't know why anyone hasn't talked to her and be like, yo, like, you're making us look bad. You're a great trainer, but what are you doing in the ring? Yeah. Mm. You should have a heart. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> but so we will go ahead and get into it. Let's do it. Worst match of the night. Starting off strong here. What's What do you think the worst one was? Are, are we including... Are, are we including uh, the pre-show? No. No. Damn. I mean... You good, JLB. <laughs> Um, I'm probably going to have to go with, uh, bliss, uh, versus, um, Shayna. I mean, I guess it wasn't as bad as I thought it was going to be, but it also still wasn't that great necessarily. So, uh, yeah, I'm gonna have to go with that. And the whole hypnotizing thing happened at the end with Naya hitting, uh, Reginald. It's just stupid. I just can't anymore. I was kind of excited for this match, too, in a weird way. I'm like, I wonder how they're going to make it interesting. But then they didn't even really do that. I didn't want to see the hypnotizing thing. Um, Yeah, so I I think that's what I'm going with. I feel that, uh, and I guess kind of as expected, considering certain matches here, uh, you know, Cesaro, Seth being pretty decent and all that. So, yeah, but that's my go-to uh, Shayna versus Bliss, hands down, worst match of the night on the pay per view for me. Okay. Uh, because I because I didn't want to take um, I, I asked JLB to go first because I didn't want to take that from him. Um, so yeah, he's right, but uh, uh I'm gonna throw another option in there: Rhea versus Charlotte. Um, that's a schmoz, man. Like, there's there's better ways to have that ending happen. You can just have her blatantly use a chair. Yeah. Like, yeah. like if you're <laughs> gonna DQ her, at least make it something that that you know we all know is an actual DQ. Oh, if you just stood out of her way and let her hit the table, that's fine. Well, I'd originally but thought it was a the table at her. Yeah. I thought it was a count out at first. I'm like, oh, everyone, they both got counted out. Okay. But no. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to hit you with the tabletop. Here you go. Oh, you're disqualified. People have been power bombed on the freaking table and they weren't disqualified. What is going on here? Why have the rules changed? Rules haven't changed. Their enforcement of it has. That's probably the official uh, answer. So. All right. Um, All right. Calm down, Vince McMahon. Calm down. I. <laughs> It's tough because I want to disagree with JLB on the Alexa Bliss versus Shayna uh, because I dug it in some ways. Calm down, Doug. But but I don't <laughs> think I can because none of the other matches were worse than it in my opinion. Right? Yeah. I, I dug it. If you're go- going to do a supernatural gimmick with Alexa Bliss, which they've obviously decided to do, we've talked 
for hours before about um, how we feel the supernatural way is the wrong way to go with both the fiend and Alexa Bliss. But if you're gonna do it, fine, right? This is the way to do it. Have her do some sort of control over it. And so I dug the concept of uh, of uh, Naya getting slightly hypnotized and then hitting Reginald. I, I wish it would have played more into the finish of the match. Frankly, if they're going to do this, I want to see a match where Alexa Bliss walks into the ring and during the pre-match stare down, hypnotizes the person and they just fucking don't fight back. Right? Hey, if you're going to start... Monetize with that. If you're not okay, um, if you're gonna start this podcast off like this, I'm just gonna go ahead and get this started out right. Not monetized first, but yeah, please sponsor us, whatever beer that was. Ah, Samuel Adams, of course. Sammy Adams is great. I would love Sammy Adams to sponsor us or just give us kegs of beer. Your beer is awesome and we adore you. That's a sponsorship that counts. Yep. Just like the trips to Turk and, Turks and Caicos. Please sponsor us, Turks and Caicos. <laughs> please, please sponsor us, Turks and Caicos. <laughs> so, um, so, yeah, I, I dug the stuff they were doing. For the first time in a long time, I, I enjoyed the stuff they were doing with Alexa Bliss. However, I cannot in good faith say any of the other matches were worse than this. So, worst match of the night does indeed go. My yeah, I, to Alexa Bliss versus. I'll give it that. I just wanted to give an honorable mention, something that that it's it's really the finish. I I actually enjoyed that that uh, Rhea and Charlotte match up until that point. Like I didn't think it was that bad of a match. I expected worse. So. Yeah, yeah, and I agree with you on the Rhea Charlotte. Um, if they're going to, in fact. If they're going to do it this way, and I think they should do it this way, they 100% should have Rhea have just flat out, like you said, hit her with a chair. Um, yeah. You know, have it be a real DQ, not a not a wishy-washy whatever DQ, right? That's it. Damn straight. Um, and so, but the rest of the match was actually pretty good overall. So that's where the Alexa, in my opinion, gets the edge. Yeah, because that wasn't. We will go ahead and move on (laughs) to the most predictable moment. The moment we all saw coming. Uh, Weapons under the ring? It's hell in a cell. Like... Is that your? Is Actually, that what you're I'm, no, I'm going to give you my actual individual moment. Not just any individual weapon. I knew... I knew the second it happened, the whole time I'm like, well, that Kane's going in that ring to that wrestler so he can hit the guy with it. Mm-hmm. Like, that's I, that was the predictable moment for me. That was, it was Bobby Lashley getting the Kane from MVP. Yeah, you knew that was definitely going to happen. Um, most... I guess for me, to be honest with you, most predictable moment would probably have to be 
I just don't want to say like because there's obviously little spots that we always see WWE use. So for me, for me, that's a that's technically a little bit of a cop out. Um, no, no offense, <laughs> but uh, for me, I would probably have to go with just the overall of them setting up the Bobby Lashley McIntyre. In my honest, I always thought, okay, well then Lashley's gonna win. You're making this. You're you're making McIntyre be this whole oh it's his last time to face Lashley. We hear Brock Lesnar's coming at SummerSlam. We know they're planning Brock versus Lashley. We think okay it's going to be McIntyre going to win in front of people as he was promised or you know as he should be should have been given back at WrestleMania when he won the belt. So um, that to me that match ending was probably the most predictable in terms of who the winner was going to be i don't really know of anything else i mean maybe no no because we never know how many spins cesaro is going to do and 15 spins was pretty impressive um although he's done more it was three short of my prediction i'm so pissed yeah i don't think anyone got it i think i got it right technically i didn't even check to be honest yeah you can change it no, you, you can't actually. You can't change it. <laughs> yeah, it, it is one thing. He, it, the predictions on his league are all public. So that's uh, it. Change it. Cheat like a motherfucker. Anyway, um, I'm gonna go ahead. And, <laughs> I'm gonna go ahead and throw some shade back at you. I couldn't cop out because I'm not a cop. Not a cop. Uh, not a Jesus. cop. So that's You're number one. My jokes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you want this shirt? Just look in the doobly-doos. It's a great shirt. Um, <laughs> <coughs> and the second thing, you're literally saying the most predictable moment is shit that hasn't fucking happened yet. And that is absolute it... horseshit. <laughs> that is absolute horseshit. You hit me up at SummerSlam. Tell me that's the most predictable moment. Oh, but that's exactly what's going to happen. And I will definitely make sure I save this somewhere and i bring it to you during summerslam for summerslam but doesn't count as most predictable you could of course it does you had had actually winning alexa bliss doing some kind of fucking (laughs) shit you had cesaro doing the swing you had um but those are cop-outs i feel my thing isn't a cop-out because you're literally telling me you're making the stipulation that this is McIntyre's last time to try and win the belt against Lashley. So for that's his title reign. Because for, here's yes. the, deal. the other thing that you said is, oh, well, he hasn't gotten to defend against uh, in front of people. Lashley hasn't gotten to win a match in, in front of people. Neither did McIntyre, no, 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 no. fuckface. No, I, I was referring to McIntyre, fuckface. That's right, okay. I'm throwing the fuckface back at you. I was referring to when McIntyre won it last WrestleMania. He won it in front of no crowd, so he wasn't given that opportunity. So that's why I think McIntyre will eventually get his run. Uh, he'll probably face Brock again. Maybe after SummerSlam, because I feel like it's going to be Brock Lashley at SummerSlam. Brock wins it. Then Brock faces McIntyre in front of a crowd. And Brock loses, because we don't need Brock as champion. You know, I was going to suggest to Smarks that we go to Minneapolis so we could be closer to you if you wanted to meet up for for Raw. But no, Smarks, let's just go to Kansas City instead. Fuck that guy. (laughs) Fuck that guy. guy. He's wrong. Uh, 
Uh, here, here's the deal. I think <coughs> if if Brock comes back for SummerSlam, which is still a big if, again, nothing's official on that. These are all rumors and speculations. Dirt sheets right? and whatnot. Yeah. Right. But if he does come back for SummerSlam, whatever, and face Lashley at SummerSlam, I 100% right now, I'm going to go on the record and say, if that happens, Lashley beats him. That's that's the thing. I think they're going to have Lashley beat him because they're. I think they're trying to build Lashley up as this unbeatable right now. And what better way to do him than for, to have him beat the Beast? I think they already done that though by him beating McIntyre not once, not twice, but like three times now. Then so you seal the deal. But uh, McIntyre beat Brock, so Lashley doesn't necessarily need to beat Brock for him to be solidified as the beast kind of ordeal. He already again, beat the guy who beat Brock again. You, you like can five say that, seconds but to be the man, you have to beat the man, which is McIntyre because he the, beat Brock. The saying is not to be the man, you have to beat the man who beat the man. No. Uh, Ashley still has not beat Brock. And Brock can come in and say, hey, you may have beat McIntyre four times. (laughs) Okay, fine. And they'll definitely do that for sure. And so that's why I think, because all the speculations have it, uh, everything, it's a very short term, maybe even just a one-off contract for Brock. Right. So... that's just setting up for Lashley to just beat him, to be the man who beats him, like first try, sort of a thing. Not first try, but you know. Anyway. Right. That's my thought process. Uh, you know, I mean, there's a lot of things that we can talk about for most predictable moment. Um, you know, I think uh, most predictable moment is fucking Reginald trying to get involved in some way and getting fucking smacked out. Fucking cop out. Yeah. (laughs) However, they did at least do it in a unique way by having uh, he get smacked down by Naya. So it wasn't the normal. Yeah, through fucking hypnotizing. And at least Alexa didn't make fire come out of the ring post. That's true. I'll give you that. I'm still telling you, though, 100%, I want her to get fire coming out of the ring post and Kane to show up and stop the fire. That'd be cool. Still on that. And it's like, nope, that's my thing. They should do like a segment of that, like on the bump or something. <laughs> they can definitely do that. What a mine. So, um, you know, all in all, I I think while I'm giving you crap, I'm giving uh, JLB crap over his choice for what I else think, is new. I think uh, Lashley winning is one of the more predictable moments because we needed to put an end to this feud temporarily. And right? if we didn't Thank have Ashley win, then we'd know that at fucking Great Balls of Fire, whatever the next pay-per-view is. I don't Money care. in the bank. Uh, I don't even care anymore, <laughs> really. July 18th, live in front of an audience. I think it's in Texas. Yeah, yeah I stopped paying attention. Um, we, we'd be like, oh, it's going to be Lashley versus McIntyre part 14. Oh, yeah, I agree with you. I'm done with it. And so <laughs> so just having Lashley win can kind of put a, a stamp on that feud and say it's done. It's over. Now McIntyre can go off and be badass doing whatever the fuck he wants to do. And 
uh, Lashley can be badass. And I don't know if he won't, if they bring in Brock Lesnar, have him bring in Brock Lesnar and have him beat him. You know, that's great. So, um, we will move on to botch of the night. The moment that you watch and you go, Oh, they fucked up. Uh, uh, this is JLB saying that something's a cop out. That's never fucking happened before. Okay. Um, I, well, I originally, I thought, uh, I rewatched it and I originally, I thought the Bel Air, uh, Bel Air Bailey whole hair cuff thing happened. But when she tried to kick her, she hit the steps, but that was literally Bailey getting out of the way. So can't use that. That wasn't a botch that was meant to happen. So I was like, okay. Um, I probably would have to go. Like, I didn't really honestly notice that many bot. I felt like there was a few during the Sammy Owens match that was pretty apparent, but I, I definitely should have wrote, wrote and, uh, written it down because I can't really recall at the moment. But I guess perhaps this might be a cop-out answer. Uh, I'm going to have to go with perhaps um, that table finish, perhaps, the DQ in the women's match, because... I was ready with the graphic. Because <laughs> I realized I'd forgotten the graphics on the previous one, so I had oh, the there we go. ready, right there, boom, boom. Yeah, so uh, or um, yeah, because I mean, it's not a botch though. Even I don't know. I like because it's not. They planned it that way. <laughs> it's a so botch it's, in writing. It's a botch in writing. That's that's yes, very. It's true, a botch so. in the storyline. It's a botch in uh, the I, planning. I, I, I think that might be a good fantasy book to do um, during one of our fantasy booking ones of how, because it does still make both of them really strong, right? It allows both of them to still remain on top and strong and not weak, weaker than the other one. So in terms of that writing, it's really good. But in terms of that finish, like Fabe said, just have a chair. You know what I mean? A table hit. Or, or, or have... Or have her really hit her with it. Not just, I got out of the road and kind of pulled it in front of her, but a full-on hay batter batter swing with it. You know what I mean? Somehow. Right. Yeah. If, if I'm going to even secondary it, it's kind of a botch because it looked really stupid on TV. But Pat McAfee, like, going really close to Sami Zayn, like, oh, here, talk on the mic, talk on the mic. Oh, like, he's giving his thing. It looked really stupid. I was like, what are you doing? What are you doing? What is this? What's going on here? Like the guy, we, we can hear what he's saying. He's screaming loud enough. Like it just looked really stupid and silly, but you know, it's not a, it's kind of a botch on Mac, Pat McAfee's part because he looked really stupid. So take one of those two. If you felt one, the other one was a cop out or, you know, the finish was horrible. All right. So I'm going to give you my cop out answer and my real answer. Um, Cause I do have a cop out answer here. My cop-out answer is writing. It's not the same writing. So I'm not I'm not dogging on you for what you're saying. My mm. cop-out answer is writing because there is no future storylines built tonight. Zero. And they ended three. Ah, I'll take that back. Alexa Bliss's storyline did build something for the future. It's just shitty. Shut up, Alexa. <laughs> Alexa, be quiet. Yeah, I just tell Alexa to shut up, and she shuts up. It's amazing. 
So, um, that's that's the the first. <laughs> that was crazy. Why you got to do that? Anyway, um, that's what I get for doing this in my kitchen. Um, <laughs> sorry. So, so, what was your answer before Alexa rudely interrupted? My 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 cop out was um, storyline writing in that no future storylines were written, and I said that that person that we just talked about. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, you wanted me to say it again. Bliss. I'm not gonna no, do no, it. No, just say bliss, whatever. Bliss. There we go. <laughs> and that 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 person, bliss, uh, that storyline has has had a continuation for future. Everything mm-hmm. else came to a culmination tonight, um, and I don't know that 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 helps develop a lot. There's a little bit to the Rhea Charlotte there. Um, well, that's I, continuing, obviously. Yeah, I'm going to roll into my real botch. That finish, I don't think a chair is the right finish there. I don't think uh, – uh, I'm going to choose the same spot as you. Um, but I think the right finish is you just talked about how there's four women in the title picture there. Two women should have interfered in that title picture ma- – in that title match. Um, Nikki could have come out and said, I'm going to be – I can actually beat Charlotte or whatever – that was my really shitty Nikki impersonation. I'm sorry. A very shitty one. I yes, it was. Out, it was really yeah, it was shit. yeah, it was de la shit. It was bad. It was bad. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it didn't you, make any sense. You could have, you could have, I mean, because they've been talking about it, and mm. they've been using those other two people, and they've been squashing those other two people who are both really good wrestlers. Fuck it. Bring them in. Have them attack. We're not your we're not your puppets. Right. Have them kick the shit out of both of them. Create a faction. Fuck it. Let's do this. Let's have some fucking fun. Why didn't you even have maybe like Eva Marie get involved with uh, Nevin? <coughs> oh, Jesus. I forgot her name. The, like, thank you for maybe... the botch. New botch of the night. <laughs> Fuck. JLB is the botch <laughs> of the night for bringing up. No, here, here's the I understand for this reason what JLB is saying. You brought some new in, blood. you brought in Piper Niven, um, to to be this new muscle. Uh, you you want to build her up, have her be the one who interferes and yeah. and and cost Charlotte the the championship. Um, yeah, that could fun. just be a distraction. Charlotte turns around, what's what? You know, music plays and and then Rhea hits the Riptide and moves on with life. Yeah, I'm I'm fine with. Piper Niven hitting the ring and full on just attacking. That's fine. That you want to build her up as 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 a monster. That's one of the ways you do it. So, but in the grand scheme of things, they didn't do that. I still think I think heel Ripley is the way to go. Yeah, I agree. And and to have heel Ripley, have her just I mean, really what it should have been is a full-on chair shot or something, right? Chair shot, whatever shot, table shot, whatever. And then an, a full-on, like, five-minute-long beatdown of Charlotte in the ring with the chair. You know what I mean? Have it be a full-on heel turn. She's gone fucking ape shit, and she doesn't give a shit about winning or losing. She's just keeping that belt. But that's that's how I. Work. I'm okay with that too. Mm-hmm. Just, just being the shit out of, of Charlotte until she left. Because here's the deal: 
Heal Charlotte is great. The only way you get face Charlotte is if someone becomes a bigger heel than her. I don't think Charlotte's great as face, so I'm fine with keeping her heel. Just fucking let Rhea be a heel. Let Charlotte be so beaten that she gets to the back of the line again. And let heel Rhea face off against face Oscar. Face off against face Nikki Cross. Um... You know, that's the way to the, do it. The the problem with doing that is Charlotte just was at the back of the line because she she had left for a while and then came back. Yeah. So the the, the issue with is- this is is really the early put the fast push for Charlotte. Yeah, she goes and gets her plastic surgery. She goes and and rec- does some recovery stuff, and uh, um and immediately she's pushed back again. Like, okay, your nose looks great, girl. Still back in the line. You've been gone for four months. By the way, her nose looks fantastic. I want her plastic surgeon. He makes me look like Brad Pitt. Yeah. Fat Brad Pitt? Maybe I could be a fat Conan. Could I be a fat Conan O'Brien? Fat Conan. I don't need plastic surgery, apparently. I already look like a fat Conan O'Brien. Uh, yeah, that was they, my gift to you. At, at Personal best, story. At best, they they could make you look like Brad Pitt's slightly okay looking brother, cousin. Maybe maybe an, cousin. maybe a, a short Braun Strowman. Yeah, Brad Brad Strowman. Brains. We will go ahead and move on to our next segment. (laughs) The overhype of the night. What did they build up so much and it was not worth it? Roman Reigns. I'm I'm, I'm off cam for a few seconds. But Roman Reigns having a (laughs) Hell in a Cell match, that's the one. So I'm going to leave it alone. It didn't happen tonight. It happened on Friday. Roman Reigns. Yep, yep. I even I'm done. I even had a graphic made for it. <laughs> well, I mean, fucking, you know, it was in a hell in a cell. Yeah. So the thing is, works. you can't see underneath <laughs> here, but it actually has the date on there. It <laughs> actually says streaming on Peacock. Blah blah blah. Um, so I, I'll I'll agree with that. However, it's not. It doesn't count for tonight's show. Your oh dick. come on! Yeah, that that's that's dickish right there. That is as overhyped as it comes. That's yeah. It, it was. We're gonna have overhyped. this match. We didn't have this match. It wasn't on the show. That's why. But it was count. supposed to be. That's why it was overhyped. Okay. It's supposed to be all at once. The fact that it didn't show up on the show means it doesn't count. Uh, all right, I'm, I'm, I'll, I'll throw you one more then, just real quick. And I know it's going to piss off JLB, which gives him some talking time since he does have camera run. Um, I'm going to go ahead and say Sami Zayn versus Kevin Owens and their 20-year friendship. And, oh, these guys are great friends, but it's all falling apart now. Except for it fell apart, I don't know, 10 fucking years ago in NXT. Not 10 years. It's a bit over-exaggerated. Yeah, if I told you once, I told you a million times not to exaggerate. Fair enough. <laughs> million. <coughs> well, JLB, do you have a rebuttal? Uh, overhype. 
Overhype. Damn. I mean, oh, I don't you're, necessarily... You're about to say that it's true. No, the Sammy oh. Kevin thing? No, I. It's for me, that's not overhyped. I just don't think... I think that should have been in a hell in a cell, though. I, honest to God, think that would have... It was a pretty decent match. It was good, but... It's a great that one for underhype. Perhaps underhype. Um... I don't know if there was necessarily a real, everything was kind of good for me aside from, I guess, you know, the, I don't know. There's not, wasn't really a necessarily an overhype. The, that's why I, uh, the Roman thing was going to be my overhype because I had always originally thought it was going to be on the pay-per-view. And then I saw it on SmackDown and was like, well, okay, this probably wouldn't have been good on the pay-per-view anyways. Um, Probably still is better than the McIntyre Lashley match, though. Um, <laughs> so, overhype. I guess I'll have to go with Bliss and Shayna, just because you know it did technically get a lot of notoriety. Everyone was talking about it. It got so many views on YouTube. It got so many hatred on Twitter. Um, People were, but P, WWE itself was kind of overriding it. They were calling Shayna this badass and that she was going to overcome. And then, of course, she didn't because she got Twisted Bliss from the top rope. Um, As opposed to Twisted Bliss from the... Oh, it's true. It always from the... Yeah, you're right. Okay, sorry. Bo I, bottom I, rope. Bottom rope Twisted rope. Bliss is really the fucking dangerous. <laughs> So yeah, twisted uh, bliss with no ropes. Those are the ones you got. Those are the yeah, Jesus. Um, Devastating yeah. maneuver. <laughs> so yeah, I I guess it would be Baszler Bliss for me. I don't think any of the other matches were too overhyped. It just kind of fit the um, fit the mold, if you will, of what I was expecting. Okay. Fine. No. All right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't think you agree with that statement, I, but sure. I, I don't. To me, it's not the overhype of the night because <clears throat> it wasn't hyped up nearly as much as Lashley versus McIntyre. This match, and here's the deal. Lashley versus McIntyre have put on some banger matches. Mm -hmm. This was not one of them. This match inside Hell in a Cell, meh. Yeah, it no, for sure. I literally stopped watching the match to go finish my hockey game because, hey, that's more interesting. <laughs> yeah. I I sat through and watched the, the whole match. Shame and, on you. As did I. And uh, like, Mostly because I don't see hockey as more interesting. Well, then you are missing out. <laughs> well, you know, it just means that he's part of the number one average IQ uh, sports fan group oh, and Jesus. not part of the number two average IQ sports fan group. But those are Roman fans, no? Or they were just talking about wrestling fans? Wrestling fans as a whole. According uh -oh. to, this, is, this is a story that came out today. HowToBet.com. So surveyed it's a pretty small sample size so we're not going to say the exact number of people it, let's it say the number was, of people it was more than a thousand <laughs> okay 
<laughs> Still not, cryptic as fuck. Not, not more than 106, you know, but, uh, 1,006, but oh, more okay. than 1,000. So. That's fair. Um, but out of that, they found the average IQ, uh, according to them, of wrestling fans is 112.6. NHL fans is 112.3. So... Oh, come on. You're bringing us down, buddy. What about football fans? Uh, NFL oh, fans? 105.9. 50. 50. <laughs> nope. 105.9, which is oh, above MLB, but below NBA. God, as people whole, watch NBA? As a whole, NASCAR Dumb. brought up the bottom, though, at 95.2. That's still pretty good for NASCAR fans. Woo! They, they caught... Shit, it's the Sam Adams. That doesn't work. <laughs> they caught the good NASCAR fans. Oh, okay. Yeah, exactly. Now, that being said, fans of Roman Reigns were number one, 126.4. Fans of Daniel Bryan were number two, 122.2. And... Uh, Bringing up number three is hockey. Uh, Boston Bruins fans. Yeah, baby. Are you a Bruins fan? I'm a Bruins and a Flyers fan. Okay. Uh, Interestingly enough, Philadelphia Flyers, 37.2. Wait, what is the Flyers? Is the Flyers up there? Uh, Let me me see if I can find the Flyers here. Farther, farther. Yeah, it's probably down. Keep going. Well, they they skip a bunch in the middle. They give the top twenty and the bottom twenty, and then all those in the middle. They're like, was there Montreal Canadiens? Um, of the ones that I can see here. Do, do, do. Wow, our podcast just changed. Yep. <laughs> and the most ADD fans are people who have wrestling <laughs> podcasts about cops. Uh, Montreal fans are not in either the top 20 or bottom 20. So I mean, or bottom 20. Okay, yeah. Number four was Red Wings. Number mm. five is the first NFL team. And it's, um, if, you, if you look right down there, there's a... There's a oh my God, just tell there. us. Just, just Jesus. Houston Bullshit. Texans. <laughs> right there. Those people right there. Oh, uh, there we go. Okay. Uh, the Great IQs. They choose a team that can't fucking keep their players. Uh, their, their fans are really good. It's their, it's their staff that's the their Um. Anyway. Uh, New England Patriots, however, are the dumbest of the NFL football fans. And that, uh, that's bandwagon jumpers that bring that down. Yeah, that's weird. That's, that's, uh, that, no, that's, that's appropriate for me. Um, there, like there will be someone on this voice. podcast who is um, probably frustrated that uh, <laughs> Miami Dolphins are um, really, really far down there. They're the third bottom fourth bottom. Whatever. I don't even care. I don't even uh, care. Whatever. They're beat, beat by <laughs> one one point by fan, San Francisco 49ers fans. Oh my god. You know the Niners fan I'm thinking of right now. Yeah, I do. I kind of want to elbow drop that, that whole <laughs> list. Uh, uh, you could go to howtobet.com and find the list. They also yeah. found that women sports fans 
tend to be uh, more intelligent than male sports fans. Well, I mean, I would think that women are just generally more intelligent than men to begin with. <laughs> so if they dedicate themselves to watching a sport, I would imagine they would kill I mean, it there too. In fairness, I have never seen a woman put their hand through drywall or their fist through drywall, <laughs> but I've seen multiple men do it. So yeah. That's it. Woo! So, anyways, back to back to the back uh, to Hell in the Cell. Yeah, back to Hell in the Cell. Um, hey, if you you guys uh hate our uh, distractions and our uh, tangents, uh, leave us a comment so we can uh, know because um, yeah, that's it. Because if you don't comment, then we don't care. Yeah, we're gonna keep doing. Yeah, it. We're still there. Anyway, moving anyways. forward. Moving forward. So for me, uh, overhype of the night was the Lashley versus McIntyre match because it wasn't worth it in any way, shape, or form. That's fair. And is Fabe still sticking with Sami Zayn versus Kevin Owens, the hype? I'm going to assume he's talking to a kid that... uh, Yeah, yeah. Yeah, what's up? I said, still, still sticking with Sami Zayn versus Owens as your overhype of the night. I, I just, I, I hate the. There's, there's certain commentary moments that occur that cause that, and I'm gonna say there was a commentary moment that occurred there that made me go. You're, you're trying to overhype this match that we've been running on since WrestleMania. And really, we've been running on longer than that, if you think about their career. They've had several matches. They've had mid-card title matches. They've had um, grudge matches in in main roster, let alone all their time in NXT. So um, I think when, when you say things like, 20-year friendship, broken apart, it's kind of like trying to over, overhype the the Jericho Owens friendship, best friends thing. And they'd been friends forever. And you're like, is, is that the only way you can, is that the only way you can bear build a Kevin Owens feud? Apparently. Yeah. <laughs> oh, these guys are best friends. Like Kevin Owens is a dick and that's the best you can come up with for a feud. Well, I think it a lot has to do with Sami Zayn's just overall character of conspiracy theory. Because now what are you going to do? Like, he's a whole conspiracy theorist, and then now he wins. So now he is proving everybody right um, or proving to everybody that he was right. Like, what are you going to do with this now? I don't know. They just got to get rid of this gimmick. He's really good in it, but, I mean, he's never going to go anywhere with it. It's just a very stale gimmick. Or maybe you don't build it as best wow. friends. I was very late on the uh, video switch, by yeah. the way. I'm sorry, was, I was uh, replying just, to someone. Yeah, yeah well, I there you go. One job. Screen. One job. I don't know what to tell you. Just, you know. Oh, my God. I got another job <laughs> here. That's, that's my job. Got that job right Mute, there. Muting you, Mamma Jamma. Like that? Like yeah. Yeah, I kind of like it. I like no, it. no, I don't like it. I, I can imagine you don't. I am not. I'm not just a pretty face, guys. I have a voice. That's too. for sure. That is for fucking sure. You're not just a face. <laughs> that was the joke, assets. That was the joke. Thank you. Don't have to put it in more. Just let it be. Let me get that joke in, and that's twist it. Twist the What's knife. the next one? Just twist the knife. Just twist the twist knife. It. Twist it. Do a full 360. Okay. Just go. We are going to move on. We've only got a few more worse before we get to the best. Abuela, let's go. Performance of the night. 
Hey, you're already on the screen. Look at that. Um, worst performance of the night. Damn. Okay, that's a good one. Um, it's technically a bad one. Just, just yeah. Close. Semantics. I got it. Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know if there was anyone that did bad though. At least not on the regular show. Uh, I Lashley for doing a freaking roll up to win, and not pulling a Roman Reigns choke on Reigns. Like that's how you end a Hell in a Cell match. You don't do a freaking roll up to win a match. So. Uh, but I don't know if that's not necessarily if that's necessarily Lashley's problem. Uh, it's more the writing. But yeah, I think I'll think I'm gonna go with that because I don't know. Everyone else was spot on. I don't want to give the Bliss Baszler thing any more schlock. They did good with what they had to do. So I mean, you know. Um, but yeah, I think I'm gonna have to give it to uh, Bobby Lashley for not being a f- more fiercer monster than he should have been. After all that MVP talk that he did, like on Raw and on the Bump and whatever, Lashley didn't seem as fierce as he could have. So therefore, he's getting my worst performance of the night. Okay. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Anybody recall any ring steps being used during a Hell in a Cell match? No, not all. Okay. Yeah. So, so in the Lashley, in the Lashley versus uh, Drew McIntyre match, Drew hit um, Lashley twice with the ring steps. Well, later hold on, on, later on, Bailey what? and uh, uh, Belair used ring steps. Cool. Okay. I'm going to go to this one, though. This is the one I'm going to talk about. Okay, I'm talking about them. <laughs> so, well, you asked if anyone used, so I was just okay. answering your question. So, yeah, no, I, I was just saying that, that you guys didn't notice this. Okay, so um, Drew hits Lashley twice with the steps early. Is holding the steps, walks over Lashley, looking down at him with the steps over his head. It ruins a person's suspension of, of disbelief when they're looking for a place to put the steps down that won't injure the person. Mm. Um, That's a point. Because as, as we all know, you're trying to injure this person, obviously by hitting them with steps. Just fucking throw so, them out of the ring. Just throw them down on the person that's laying right there in front of you. Just... And yes, I understand. You don't want to do that. There has to be a better way to act that out then. Well, you can act it out. You can hit him a couple times just like, and just chuck him over there. And, yeah, yeah, chuck him mean? into the ring or something. Into, yeah, ah. something. Yeah, ah. But in the moment when you step over the guy, get over to the other ring post, turn around, look down at him with him in your hand, and look around and go, oh, I'll just put it over here. stab you <laughs> right 
next to your head. No. Yeah, I'm. Uh, I'm. Go, I'm. I'm gonna go find that. I did not notice that at all. <laughs> yeah, it was. It was rough. That was the per, in terms of performance. You're performing in that moment, and and I love Drew to death, but to look confused as to where you need to put those steps. Um, I don't care if you, if if. Uh, MVP causes some distraction down at the other end and Drew chucks it clear over there like he's trying to throw it at MVP. Whatever. Make it do something to help him make setting those steps down believable. Because the other logical um the other logical move from that is to literally beat the dude's head end with steps, which please don't do that. That's a horrible decision. Right. Terrible decision. That's not good for your performers. Uh, but you're Rhea Ripley, then totally do it to Charlotte because it would have made sense in your storyline. <laughs> so anyway, that's where I go with that. I, I just thought that that was that was a poorly performed moment right there. Okay. I'm at that point as we speak. That looked horrible. <laughs> it did. Like. Like it just, it just, it just, it didn't, they did a lot of good stuff in that match, but at that very moment, I was just like, mm, you guys are watching out for each other. You guys yeah. obviously don't hate each other, which <laughs> I knew, but I was able to pretend was not the case until, oh, I, I don't want to hurt him. I'll put these over here. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, like it just didn't make any sense because he's like gonna he grabbed it on top to go and hit him again, and then he's just like, "Oh no, I'm gonna toss them over here." That yeah, makes that makes sense. Yeah. Good uh, call. I don't, I don't want to get, I don't want want ref stoppage like Seth got. Yeah, I don't want to get DQ'd in this hell in a cell. Yeah, no shit. <laughs> <laughs> um, my my worst performance is going to actually be on on the referees as a whole, but specifically the referees in the two Hell in a Cell matches, um, because there was not consistency um, in the whole concept of opening the cage door at all, right? And they wrote themselves into this corner, and so I get it and everything. But in the uh, Bailey versus Belair match, there was a, a point where um, Bailey said, open the door. And the referee outside was like, nope, can't open the door. We don't open the door on Hell in a Cell matches till there's a winner, <laughs> you know, all of this stuff. Um, which is fine, right? I actually kind of prefer that part of the ruling. Uh, but... But that's what they do. Nope, nope, can't open the door. Can't open the door until the match is over. Uh, fast forward to later in the same fucking night, uh, the referee is out inside the ring during the Lashley versus uh, McIntyre match. And McIntyre goes, get another referee in here. And they're like, okay, let's unlock the door and put another referee in there. What the fuck happens to we're not going to open doors during the Hell in a Cell match until there's a victor? And then, of course, that led to, you know, MVP getting into the ring and and leading to the the finish. And so they wrote themselves into this. That's my problem is is you got to have some consistency. If you're going to have one referee say, we don't open the door until the match is over, then you can't later in the same night have a different referee be like, oh, yeah, we better unlock that door so, you know, I can get in there and... That's fair. Finish the match. That's fair. 
I mean, JLB 100% agrees, as you can tell by him disappearing right yep, now. Just fucked off. So, like, yep. I think that the show's over because I'm back. Calm your tits. My tits are calm. <laughs> prove it. <laughs> Don't prove it. We yeah, believe you. <laughs> <laughs> Alrighty. So, what did you pick? The referees. Referee and you're done. You can go back and listen because we're not doing this twice. Yeah. <laughs> both both of the referees in the Hell in a Cell matches for opening or not opening the doors. And so he goes and finishes. Yeah. <laughs> both of the referees. We're not doing it twice, but I'm going to do it again. Nope, I just I I didn't go into the whole storyline. That's true. Anyways, That's true. Moving on to worst move. So I've got I think my worst move, and it's kind of okay. silly uh, to call it this. It is actually in one of the matches we really haven't mentioned much: Belair versus Bailey. And it was, and I get what they were doing with it. It just it was more the move wasn't executed right it was the bianca belair tying bailey's wrist to with her hair so that she could then do a bunch of moves kind of like a strap match but the reason it qualifies for me as worst move is uh you saw her like tie her hair around bailey's wrist and then very carefully hand bailey the end of her hair to hold on to so that it doesn't come untied. So Bailey's got the the hair like that so that it keeps the illusion going. Totally took me out of that whole thing. I'm like, nope, nope. Bailey just let go. Mm-hmm. Get out of that. Just let go. It's obvious. It's legit. Right. You know, like, oh, she's gonna use her hair against me. I should just let go of the hair. Um, so that's my worst move of the night. That's a fair one. Um, yeah. I'll probably have to go with the same matchup and that spot that I was referring to before, where it was also another hair situation, um, where they Bailey had tied, yes, Bailey had tied Bianca's hair onto the bottom rope, and she was gonna go hit her, but she missed her, and then Bailey hit the steps. Uh, to me, it was just kind of poorly executed because I kind of felt like, wait, didn't you kind of hit uh, Bianca technically? I don't know. I was, it was kind of a weird place. They got to stop doing these hair things, though. Honestly, like I get it. She has long hair. Cool story. You want to use it until the, but enough. Like, I think you've done everything you can with hair and you always make it a thing. You even do like, I remember a match when Naomi was facing uh, Bel Air. She just constantly used it on her. And I was just like, all right. Like, I get it when Bianca used it because whatever. It's my hair. And then that those hair slaps that she would do to Sasha were crazy. That was awesome. But I'm, don't overdo the hair stuff. I'm, I'm actually time. pissed that we didn't get a hair whip. Like yeah. Real, you know, hair whips are cool because that hurts. Before, yeah. Yeah, leaving absolute welts on on sasha you know yeah. that's the sort of thing that that hair is is good for that's and, it and yeah okay moving on da fabe what was your worst move of the night uh 
Um, <laughs> mind control. Yeah, that's fair. Oh, you even knew what it was. <laughs> mind control. I'd zoom in on your eyes doing that, but I don't have control over your camera. Mind control. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, I, 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 I just, I don't. Alexa may be the best actress in W, actor, acting person, whatever, whatever. Um, Doesn't get you canceled. Act, yeah, <laughs> whatever act, person who acts in WWE right now. She may very well be the very best at that in the world in in WWE. Um, but when you got a shit script, you got a shit script, man. I mean, Will Ferrell may have been one of the best paid in the world, um, but he still did. Uh, what's that stupid show? Best actor in WWE. I love it. Um, the the that movie, Everything Must Go. I mean, he still signed on for a shit script, and so he was he was a big deal at that point. Still signed on for it. So I said Will Ferrell because I know Smarks is not a giant Will Ferrell fan. Not so much. You love Anchorman. Shut up. I will make you love Anchorman. Anchorman. I will make you love Anchorman. I literally walked out of the showing of Anchorman. I I know. I I just don't get why people like Step Brothers. That's my go-to. It's like a classic for a lot of people, and I'm like, why? So dumb. And I get that's the point, but it's too dumb. Yeah, that's like saying Dumb and Dumber's dumb. It's like saying Dumb and Dumber's dumb. Not the same. Jim Carrey is awesome. Suspension of disbelief. Pull your brain out of it. Until somebody stands there with ring with ring steps like this for twenty seven minutes. <laughs> yeah, that really grinded your gears. Oh my god, I was so mad. I was like, I'm out of this match. Like, if if there was going to be a moment that I stopped to watch hockey, that would have been it. <laughs> Fuck. It was, it was rough. Yeah, it was yeah. rough. It wasn't that bad. <laughs> it wasn't hockey. Bro. No, it wasn't. It wasn't bad enough to stop and watch hockey, but um, I, I, I don't know. I, I like the idea of holding on to kayfabe, but we held on to kayfabe with with. Uh, I like the idea of holding on to kayfabe. <laughs> that phrase can really change a lot with my moniker. Anyway, moving forward. Um, I like the idea of holding on to kayfabe, um, but but there have been times in history that we needed to not. Um, and, uh, uh, what is uh, Kane's uh, girlfriend thing? Katie Vick? Katie Vick. Good time to not hold on to kayfabe. Yep. I, it, it's okay for the fiend to just go away for a little bit. I sh- I'm going to take a nap. Take a nap right here. Good night. Good night. I don't. I don't like the idea of a manipulative bitch, which is exactly the best character that that Alexa has played. Is a manipulative bitch. Yeah. I don't like the idea of a manipulative bitch um, being controlled by by something more malevolent <laughs> than her. Like she's pretty malevolent. Just let her be what she is. 
I mean, if this isn't a symbiote character, I'm over it. It better be a fiend. Better be a symbiote. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> yeah, I mean, just make her a completely just. She's good at being completely rude and really bitchy, but don't put freaking demonic powers into it. Like, just stop. Yeah. Also, the twisted bliss is just a crossbody block. So, or but it's with splash. a twist. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well. At, uh, at 96 pounds, it really makes a fucking difference, doesn't it? But it's a I, twist. I, I, I will point out the Twisted Bliss is effectively a twisting frog splash without the frog. So if yes. you think the Twisted Bliss isn't that much, then most frog splashes. Now, you get I also more feel that way. Them. Yeah, and I'm, I'm not a fan of frog splashes. Even, even Eddie Guerrero's, everyone loves it, and it is fun to watch. I never understood why that one was supposed to hurt so much. Why the pump? Yeah, why the pump? Look, I have hard abs. Well, I don't. And I bet I would hurt them more if I jumped on them like that. Yeah. Because yeah. I'm bigger than you. Yeah. Um, which, which goes to uh, my dislike for Bronson Reed because his big finisher is just a uh, big guy splash. Whoa, we're but we're not talking NXT kind of right now. We might as well be because uh, both Bronson Reed and Karrion Cross had dark matches uh, during oh, SmackDown snap. because they're well planning played. on bringing them up to the main roster, apparently. So they're going to move both titles off those guys. That's so yes. stupid. Yeah. Hey, people get really popular in NXT. What do you do? Fucking Ruin take them. them away from NXT. <laughs> That's a worst move. We will go ahead. Ooh, Hold we on. have comments. As um, oh, they're from probably you. Don't. <laughs> from me. Um. Also, honestly, Suck. I also would like to maybe uh, put Charlotte's little moonsault again. The moonsault into the the second um, backflip with it. Yes, I wholeheartedly <laughs> agree with I, that. I I didn't know if she just messed up and she was too far, and then so she just thought on her feet and did another backflip because I'm like, Flair, you have never done this. And then it got me thinking, I'm like, Flair, why haven't you learned how to kind of like do a more extended backflip? Like your your flips are always so gymnasticky. Like it's like you want to land on your feet all the time. It's so weird to me. I, I don't think that's what it was. I think I think it was scripted that Rhea would roll. Of course, the camera <laughs> angle did not catch Rhea's roll. Right. Um, and so Charlotte then did a backflip and adjusted. And of course, the commentators, um, as opposed to the tater tots, not the commentators. Um, what about the dictators? Dictators? Dictators um, are disgusting. They need to shower more often. Anyway, um, the commentators really said nothing about Charlotte's advanced skill and her long career in her ability to adjust on the fly like that. That's what that sells that move. It's it. Except for the fact that she didn't hit with any impact at all. But yeah. I, I will point out she's done that move before. Yes. Where she did the moonsault off, but someone rolled out of the way. So she land and then but she, she has another okay. another flip to land on them. It's to show that she, like DA Fame said, is fast on her feet and saw it happening midair and adjusted. And But yeah, the commentator should have... That that's where that failure was in, in that particular move was commentary. Comment, boy, put just put Cole or yeah, uh, Michael Cole and and uh, and uh, 
Graves. Oh, neck tattoos. Yeah, Graves on everything. Just put those two on everything. Let's call them neck tattoos from now on. That's neck name. tattoos? Yeah. Shut up. Welcome to SmackDown. <laughs> I am your host. Neck tattoos. He just... He, uh, I, I guess the Michael Cole aspect is replaceable, but... but they, McAfee isn't isn't pulling off a good Graves. He's no, especially when he's trying to drag his mic towards Sammy so he can hear him speak. Like, I was like busy bragging about how he's up for an ESPY. Oh. oh, someone else is up. Oh, but who else is up for an ESPY? Me. Boom. We're going to move on to the final worst before we get to the best. Worst moment of the night. This can be a finish, this can be a single moment in a match, this can be a backstage segment, or heck, it can even be one of their stupid promos that they run for 15 minutes in between matches. <laughs> um, Worst moment. I think, hands down, to me, the worst moment, again, with... Yeah, uh, we just probably have to go to uh, the Bliss and Shayna ending. Mind control. Mind control. I mean, Mind it's mind control. It's either between that and the 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 flare and um, um, what's her name? The flare and uh, Rhea Ripley, Ripley finish. That's my story. That's it, guys. There's, there needs so, to be no explanation there. So they, yeah, I mean, they opened with women, and then they shit on them the rest of the show when they're writing. Yeah. I've said a poor. Never mind. <laughs> I I didn't take us beyond R. We're R, still R rated. You still poured it. Yeah. There, I, so no, it's... I saw I saw it once. But we're just going to leave it alone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe. And I don't think you saw it just once. I thought you saw it maybe a few times. It sounded like. Well, that's kind of what it sounded like. I mean, as long as it wasn't, you know, two girls. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> one cup? To, oh, my God. Okay, uh, so on to the worst been, moment. This is, this, is a pu- this is my punishment for even saying it. I'm sorry. <laughs> Holy shit. Um, uh, yeah, I, I, um, yeah I, uh, I, I feel like we set women's wrestling back a little bit tonight. Um, but I'm going to say worst moment is continuing to continue the continuation of Cesaro and Seth Rollins just to throw them in in the worst somewhere. Um, I feel like that could have been ended for a little while. Um, I feel like the Roman feud could have been continued with Cesaro. Um, they did put on a banger of a match a little while back. I think they could continue to put on a banger of a match. I think Seth interfering rather than picking the bones would have been a better move back when that happened. Um, yeah. Yeah. I'm going to say uh, worst moment is that it, it? Is that a, a great storyline is being continued? Maybe I don't know. Um, I feel like they're going to bury this story, which was really, really well told for a while, and now it's not. I mean, as long as you give me good matches, though, this match was that's stellar. legit. That's legit. Right. And I'll give you. Yeah, it was a great match. I'm just I'm trying to get him in the worst here. 
Why? Somewhere. Don't. It's okay. I'm leaving him in the I'm worst. a dick. I'm, yeah. I'm a dick. I'm the worst for this reason. This match, this match was phenomenal, but this was the time to give Cesaro the definitive. I have Win. Seth Rollins' number. Uh, he cannot seem to beat me. This is why I deserve another shot at the big dog. This is, right. this was not the time to give Seth Rollins his uh, his win back. This was the time to have Cesaro just show that he owns Seth Rollins, right? Seth Rollins. I would agree with never, that. Seth Rollins can go off and feud with Big E or someone like that for a while. Um, Seth Rollins can even eventually go after the big dog. You know that's fine because he's got an ego and he's got to be the the number one attraction sort of a thing. But this is the time to to take all of the the fans failed me, the WWE universe failed me away from it, and have Cesaro just fucking destroy him. You know, and I, I, I still put on a great match. The match could happen almost exactly like it happened, right? Just a different ending. Instead of Seth Rollins eking out a victory, you have Cesaro. One hundred percent win. I think they're owning towards Cesaro winning the money in the bank, though. I don't know. I get that feeling. That's fine. You can still have Cesaro win the money in the bank after doing this. In fact, it sets it up even better because now he doesn't have a comeback match against Seth Rollins to build up to, right? Right. He's won all his matches against Seth Rollins. Now what do I do next? Well, I'm going to go win money in the bank, and then he does. Which I guess maybe won't be able to happen since the storyline is still going to continue. That's my point. So Damn that's it. why this is worst move, the worst moment of the night. It's the worst moment with Seth Rollins winning, it should have been Cesaro. And I'm not saying that just because it was the first of my uh, wrong choices in uh, fantasy. I'm saying it because I think it was the wrong choice. <laughs> that's fair. <laughs> I like that. Yeah, that's a yeah, good answer. That's, that's what I tried to say. I just... Uh... <laughs> Fair. Just, okay. Just not good at saying stuff. I've watched right. a couple NASCAR races, okay? Just let me go. <laughs> we are finally on to the best. Yay. So since we just did worst moment, what was the best moment of the night? Uh, I'll go. Okay. Um, you don't have to camera me up, obviously, because I don't have my camera on. <laughs> best Come moment of the night. Best best night moment of the night. Not seeing my ugly mug during an answer. Um, no, um, best moment of the night uh, is, in my opinion, on the weekend of Juneteenth, as we just voted Juneteenth as a holiday in um, the United States, having the two black champions maintain their titles. I think that that's a really good move as a whole. For actually having yep. a bolt on politics <laughs> for once. I don't know. I mean, and having your bolt on politics the right way for once. I don't know if they planned that though. I don't think, to be honest with you, I don't think they were thinking Juneteenth, whatever. We're gonna have two black champions, no. and I don't think there was any politics involved. I don't either because, I think because it happened. Four days ago, it wasn't a holiday, so um, I don't think they planned it. I think you're absolutely right, but but that doesn't rule out the to, fact that it to still was a good not to not yes to not fuck it up and and change that or anything. 
right. WWE is has sometimes sought controversy where controversy didn't need to exist, and right. it didn't need to exist here. In this weekend, it did not need to exist. So I think that was a good move. Do you think that would have been a thing, though? Do you think they would have? Maybe. Twitter is um, They've been pretty clips. toned down. LA Riots, let's start a group called Nation of Domination. Mm-hmm. No, I know they've done stuff like that. I'm just saying, do you think okay. the WWE Universe would have taken it to that extreme and called them out on it? I've seen it happen before. They had... Uh, People who, you know, black champions lose during Black History Month, and uh, okay, uh, people have come out for them, rightfully so. So, no, th- this was again, I agree, I agree. With I think it's fine if they lose. I think this weekend, the first time this happened, this should not have been the weekend to do that. It's not about if they lose, it's about how they lose during things, but yes, I, I don't think. I don't think WWE planned. Ooh, we had Juneteenth where we're going to make sure the black you know, champions right. win. Um, however, I think it was the right move to do. And and so, um, yeah. They oopsed into a good political move. Yes. I think, you know, maybe best moment might, might simply be uh, no championships changed hands at all tonight. Is that a good moment, though? I think, I think. Listen, we've talked a lot on this show on previous episodes about how uh, hot shotting the belt back and forth isn't necessarily a bad thing, but in this situation, the the best for the company, the best for storylines going forward, was to not have anyone change. I do think using a champion's advantage was a good move tonight too, but uh, I, I wouldn't call it a best moment. Yeah. I, I think it was I just think, a wise move. I think Rhea Ripley retaining uh, was the best for that storyline, right? Yeah, could have done it in a better way. Uh, you know, we can argue back and forth on that, but Rhea Ripley retaining was the best. Bianca Belair retaining is the best for that storyline. Bobby Lashley retaining is the best for that storyline. Um, you know, and that's why overall having the the champions all retain, in my opinion, was the best thing because it builds them up as all stronger. Um, any one of them changing ruins their momentum. Charlotte can mm. have her momentum ruined. Yeah, stalled <laughs> right now. It doesn't matter. She's fine, you know. Uh, uh, Drew McIntyre will be fine. Right, right? he'll be one hundred percent fine. He'll go on and and face someone else. You know, there's there's no there's no detriment to any of those right there. Right, um, Be- Bianca Belair losing would have ruined her m- momentum. These are all times when it was best for the champions to win. And quite frankly, Lashley's at at probably the peak of heel work mm-hmm. we've seen since Randy Orton. Um, mostly because Romans is actually over the top. Oh yeah, absolutely. Romans heel work is 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 my God! You're a horrible human being. <laughs> uh, smartest fans in in the world. <laughs> <sighs> 
doesn't make him i mean and and good for him that he's that he's that good of a heel that that we're just like you are just a crap tastic human being you're just a horrible person yep so, so jlb what is your best moment of the night <clears throat> so i know what match it's going to be in because i remember there being a few certain moments that i was just like oh my god and it's during the uh, Cesaro Seth Rollins match where these guys just would constantly counter each other like it was nobody's business. And there was a top rope. I'm trying to find it. Uh, there was a top rope scenario where I think Seth Rollins has done it before, or Cesaro has done it before, but Seth Rollins tried to jump on, uh, basically tried to jump on Cesaro, got him down, but then Cesaro kind of picked him up from the ground and then did like a crazy power slam. Um, just, just, it, just really the momentum uh, and the craziness of the the match going back and forth. Honestly, like I don't know if you can classify that as a moment because there were moments in the match. Um, but I'm pretty sure well, you could pick one of those moments for the Cesaro Seth Rollins matchup. Because uh, to me, that was just, just eyes to the screen, couldn't stop watching. Absolutely uh, great. I don't know. It's kind of weird because it could go for other things too. Uh, but that would probably be my best moment is to see that matchup. I don't know. I don't know what to tell you. Okay, we will go ahead and move on to breakout star of the night. Ooh, Who Reginald. <laughs> Fuck you! I'm gonna well, <laughs> you from this. I might, but I'm not gonna right now. But I might, but I'm not gonna. But I. Might. That's all I got. I, I, it's it's the one we haven't seen the most of, so I suppose that's his breakout. That's it. I mean, I don't know who you really. There was no breakout star here at all, really. Maybe I guess Rhea, just because she looked the most powerful as a women's champion tonight. Uh, they at least built her up to be that star champion, make her look actually fairly decent compared to her opponent. Like I always felt, Oscar looked stronger than Rhea when they faced each other. And this was one of the first times that maybe Rhea actually ended up breaking out to, I don't know, that star brand, if you will, breaking out to be that superstar that she was in NXT again, kind of thing. Uh, so I guess I'll give it to Rhea. Cause I don't know what else I would do to be honest. Like she's the champion. I get it. How is she a breakup star? But she also hasn't been used properly either. Uh, and I never really considered her as um, a really like a champion that I cared about with her reign right now. So um, this was the only time that I was like, oh, okay. I kind of, although the ending was shit, uh, it, the fact that it ended up making both of them equal in that regard um, made me kind of appreciate Rhea taking that route to disqualify herself or getting that heel Rhea Ripley. So uh, it would have to be going to her character heel work, I guess. Um, so that's uh, that's that's Rhea for me. Breakout star. Okay. I go with a different woman. 
for a breakout star, Bianca Belair. And again, kind of like you said, she's the champion. How is she the breakout star? This match showed that she could also carry this type of match, right? Uh, she looked at home here for someone who hasn't been on the main roster for very long. She she looked at home. She hit all the spots in this. I yes, I gave the whole tie tie your hair to uh, Bailey's wrist uh, crap earlier, and it deserved some of that crap. But in reality, this this match as a whole candidate for match of the night. Um, and I think she came out of this looking absolutely golden. So I'll give a real answer here real quick. Um, uh, okay. The notes, man, they fucked me up anyway. Um, so, uh, I, I was actually going to give it to, uh, to Bailey, um, for becoming only the second woman in history to lose two consecutive, um, Hell in a Cell matches. Second to... Sasha Banks. Ah, yeah, Sasha Banks, because they never let her fucking win anything. <laughs> well, I mean, she did win. She won Bailey's first loss in Hell in a Cell. <sighs> what are they doing with Sasha now, though? she injured or something? I think she's on a brief hiatus, just taking a break. Jesus. She's oh, probably, I, whatever. She's... Fr- frankly, she's probably off filming something because of all the the uh, people in WWE, she's the one who currently has had the most success in Hollywood, in outside. You know, with her uh, appearances on The Mandalorian. I know they're filming spinoffs and stuff to that. There, they're probably having her involved in them at some point. So that's what I would be willing to bet she's doing. Ah, okay. She was on a break. On a break. We will move on to (laughs) best performance of the night. Um, so I I dogged on them earlier. Um, and I dogged them earlier because they've been in the same feud for a while, but most of these tonight were in the same feud for a while. Um, but best performance tonight is, is Cesaro and, and Seth. It's just, it's, it's, it's been, they're great. Their matches are, are fire. And that's the only reason that we continue to tolerate them only feuding with each other. I can't wait for Nakamura to be back so he can be thrown into this somehow. Or like he even back. he is back. Yeah. Okay. He's just he's the king. He beat he's king, the king Corbin of the ring now. now even oh. though he wasn't in the king of the ring, but he beat Corbin, Corbin to get the crown. Crown on Friday. perfect. I didn't. No, but I didn't watch Friday. But guys, just imagine like a fatal four way: Seth Rollins versus Nakamura versus Cesaro versus Ricochet. You know what I mean? No, like Corbin versus... instead of Ricochet. Huh? Corbin instead of Ricochet. How dare you? You shut your filthy face, not a cup. That that some bitch needs a title run. I'm gonna say it. I said it out loud. Ah, he's boring. He's a great heel worker, but I get like I like what he does. It's just I'm not a fan of his wrestling. He's got the two best finishing moves in the business. 
And he's got great heel work. Uh, I don't know. He, 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 there's something about him that's dull, though. I don't know exactly what it is because I agree You're with dull, you. Though. Uh, I'm dull. It is what it is. Um, have we done best move yet? Nope, that's coming up, I believe. Okay, no, I think it's next, right? Can it be from Friday, even though it was supposed to be tonight? No, it cannot. No, it cannot. Damn he's, it. Very, he's a stickler on that. We were going to talk about the power bomb. We're reviewing Hell in a Cell. No. The event, not... The choke? The guillotine choke? Yes, the new yeah. the new new style guillotine. I loved yeah, it. That was badass. Uh, I loved it. <laughs> but um, we can't talk about that. No. Nope, because nope. it wasn't in the event Hell in a Cell 2021. It's like, if I said, hey, who was the MVP? If I said, hey, who was the MVP of the Super Bowl? You can't say, well, it was this guy's performance in the AFC Championship game. That wasn't the Super Bowl. I don't like the kid, but he's got a point. <laughs> so, best performance there, see, there, of the night. We can see him. I'm going to go ahead and... Uh, I'm going to go ahead and say, I to me, I think... As much as we, I agree with DA Fable on this, as much as we dogged this before, Rollins versus Cesaro, uh, they, there's a reason they've been continuing that feud so much as they do have such good chemistry with each other. Uh, that was, I, I mentioned a different match as candidate for match of the night, but I think the, uh, the overwhelming agreement uh, from most of us is probably going to be Rollins versus Cesaro with match of the night. Uh, we'll get to that at the end of this, but that's my speculation there. So for me, best performance of the night, Rollins-Zaro. Yeah, for sure. I, uh, if it wasn't apparent enough, that would that's definitely mine too, though, for sure. It was definitely, it's probably going to win a lot of best of rewards coming up, so... Okay. Yep. We will move to under hype of the night. What was the match or moment that was uh, not talked about, not advertised that made you go, oh, yeah, no, that was. Beth Phoenix versus Maria Munoz. That was so underhyped, nobody watched it tonight. Yeah. So, so underhyped, no one cared. Uh, uh, I'm not I mean, getting this joke. I they didn't even wrestle, but yeah. it was like I, was seven say, years ago. Under okay. hype of the night, probably only because it's gonna be funny to to someone because they had it on their overhype of the night. Uh but uh underhype was the KO versus Sammy match as a whole. Dumb. If only because they didn't hype it at all until yeah. the match was happening. Right. Yeah, I get I get where the argument that it was overhyped because when the match started, they they went on all of this stuff. But fuck, we didn't know this match was happening until Friday. And then they killed it. It's like, hey, they killed it. So um, and we knew they were going to kill it. They've got great chemistry. They've worked these matches dozens of times before. So they've been best friends for 20 years, 20 years. Yeah. Wow, next thing you're going to tell me is that the apron is the hardest part of the ring. Yeah. 
and champion's advantage means that you don't have to that you have to pin and what? submit the other person to take the title off of them. <laughs> yeah, I, I yeah. <laughs> I, I have difficulty disagreeing with that. It hasn't been, it has had a huge build since WrestleMania, but they did put it on ice for a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I still don't quite get, and you know, uh, we've talked before that I don't get to watch SmackDown live. And so sometimes don't get to watch it before the pay-per-view, but I, I don't get how, uh, commander Nazim, uh, giving him the Nigerian nail twice on Friday led to Zayn versus Owens. Like, wouldn't wouldn't that have led to Kevin Owens saying, no, give me Commander Nazim? Right. Yeah, I didn't get that either. I, I think Asani was manipulating the situation, though. No? Well, yeah, but that, then here's the deal. I mean, Commander Nazim is... is Fucking Apollo Cruz's henchman. So why didn't it? Wasn't it give me Apollo Cruz? Yeah, that's true. I don't, I don't know. know. It, it made no sense to me, but it still was a fucking banger of a match, and I, they always put on a great match. And I guess is is it still going to continue then? Because Sammy won. But who fucking that... knows? <laughs> yeah. We'll find we'll out on we'll SmackDown. Yeah. Um, I'm going to give an underhype of the night, but it's going to be a worst of by underhyping it. Okay. Mid-card titles. There was the none. The fact that there was none on <laughs> Correct. Correct. Okay. No tag titles. No yeah, IC. No US. Mid-card titles. Oh, but it was done by like 9.45 our time, so you know... Nice short pay-per-view. And it I'm, finished at 8. Uh, oh, well, I mean, it started at 8, so 7 for you guys, which I think was also weird because they said 7 Eastern for, like, the longest time, and then it randomly started at 8. No? I'm talking Eastern here. 7 Eastern would have been the pre-show start. No, because it's 6 is usually the pre-show, Eastern, and 7 is usually when the show starts. Don't so maybe, tell me No. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> Jesus! My so much rapist. So much rapist vibes. <laughs> once, uh, uh, no, but like once. that's it. I was gonna say, if, if anyone can name that that movie, is Da Fame. Don't I don't remember that. that. You don't remember that movie? Uh, Grand movie. Maybe. That that is a line from the movie. Um, oh fuck, uh, Johnny Dangerously. Oh no. Oh, it's been a while. Yeah. Yeah, Johnny Dangerously. It's it's the Johnny's brother who's who's the bad guy. No, the bad guy, not Johnny's brother. Anyway, the bad guy. His whole thing is, you know, someone says something to him that's insulting. He's like, "Don't ever say that to me." My mother said that to me once. Once. <laughs> once. Implying that he didn't have a... that, that he killed his mother? Is that what yep. happened? Yeah, mm. that's the implication. Mm. He's the bad guy. Ah. Anyway. Um so uh Yeah, I, I would say the underhype is is uh it's it's my I'm a dick. So um yeah, mid card titles. Somebody come up with a better underhype than that, please. That's actually on the night. 
Well, yeah, so I guess that's me. Uh, so no, no bueno, no bueno. Turn your camera on. I am uh, currently, I'm currently doing something, and I don't want to promote such an act for people to do. So I will not turn my camera. No, you, you, you don't. You don't want to promote it, yet you put it in your Twitter handle. Uh, no. Oh it's, it's shit! Not even, that, not even that. It's just a number, guys. Um, so under hype of the night, would I would probably uh, <laughs> would probably have to be, um, I would probably I have to agree, yeah, <laughs> Jesus, would probably have to be, I would agree with you, uh, smarts would be the the Sammy, uh, Sammy Owens match though, because that is honestly the under hype. Uh, we know they were going to do good, but the fact that they had no build-up, and yes, I know, 20 years, 15 years, whatever, but the fact that they had no build-up for this storyline, and it still ended up being probably second, third They did have a build-up. They had a build-up for Crazy Sammy. It was back at WrestleMania. Yeah, but it was kind of stopped. Yeah, but it was stopped. It was, then they, they stopped for They have a build-up for this match. Yeah, this two match. months for this match. No, for this match. No, because they stopped. Right? They they fa- they faced each other. Uh, was it was it last month? Was it last month or the month before? Yeah, no. And then they kind of stopped. And then uh, Owens had an issue with freaking uh, Nazim, and then that's what made the Sammy match. So it kind of didn't have any build up for this match per se. They just kind of rehashed, but it worked. It worked. So that to me is the underhype because this is the only match that didn't really get any promotion at all. Aside from, hey guys, we already know what's up. Sure, we'll use your 20 years of history. Go. You know, that's not even hyping it. Yeah, it's that's almost like they it. it's almost like they could have Roman Reigns in a hell in a cell match here instead of that. Yeah, it wouldn't go it's that far. like they were supposed to. Hey, they, they could have had Roman Reigns in a Hell in a Cell match versus Mysterio uh, instead of a couple of the matches. Like, I would have been fine if uh, Blitz versus Baszler was just put on free TV. Pretty yeah, sure. You, you, no, or even SmackDown. Put that match on SmackDown. Um, or not on SmackDown, because you can't. Or but Or on Raw, or just, yeah, I don't know. Make it the first match and make it like a two-minute match. But then they wouldn't have had time for her to go. (laughs) Yeah. That's about it. (laughs) So we are going to go ahead and keep on keeping on. And I don't know if there's one of these in this, but was there an oh my god moment for anyone? Hmm. I don't really know if there was. I got to be honest with you. I don't know if there was. Um, when when Bianca Belair was so smart as to wrap her hair around somebody's hand. And then hand <laughs> them the, the, hand was... the hair so they can hold on to it. Yeah. Yeah. I was oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God. What a great idea. <laughs> what a great idea. Oh, my God. Bailey, make sure to hold on to that. So, you know, that they don't. Um. I, I guess Naya attacking the person she's supposedly in a relationship with. 
Did you say relationship? Is that what you just yes. said? Yes. Like, okay. <laughs> yeah. Storyline relationship. <laughs> um. Yeah, I mean, there really wasn't an OMG moment. I because I've never seen her do it. I was gonna say the flare uh, moonsault, and then that moonsault again, kind of, just because hey, it was something different for me, but apparently not. So yeah, I think um, while we're we're talking about bests right now, it is important to point out that this was a Hell in a Cell pay per view, and we didn't have an Oh My God moment, right? And nobody fell off the top. Yeah, nobody was fall off the top or choke slammed through the, the top or or we didn't have any uh fucking um, Shane McMahon. Well, look, there's no point though, right? I'm sure they'll start doing that stuff when there's a crowd there. Again. But there's also no point it was a pay per view. That is with the point. no crowd. Doesn't matter. It's a pay per view. These are about the it's spectacle. the punchline. Yes. Oh, ultimately, here's the deal, right? You talk about crowds and all that stuff, and I agree, crowds are really important for wrestling, and crowds are everything. But WWE's monetary success is not based on crowds. That's why WWE hasn't struggled during the pandemic because their income is not based on crowds. That's the way it was. 30 years ago, but they changed the game. Their success is based all entirely off of televised, right? This was their blow-off pay-per-view called Hell in a Cell <laughs> that is notorious for having big oh-my-god moments at it, and there wasn't an oh-my-god moment. So the oh-my-god moment is that there wasn't an oh-my-god moment? Um, I no, I'm just giving them crap for it. <laughs> I'm saying that, to me, that's the... That's the takeaway. That, you know, even though we're in the best, I have to say that that's a worst. That they just didn't do anything. Like, there was nothing in this that was like, oh, wow. Um, I mean, yeah, there was, there was the spot with the kendo sticks in the women's match, right? Right. Yeah. But that wasn't an oh my god moment because we saw it last year. Just like that last year, or very similar to it last year. Yes. You know, um, it, it if if there had been like there wasn't a move off even someone crawling up the inside you know or something you know what i mean uh you've got you've got uh enough talent in that ring that they could have crawled up and monkey walked across and dropped on someone you know like a jeff hardy oh my god from the um uh elimination chamber elimination chamber yep. you know uh, didn't he do it at one point in the Hell in a Cell uh, versus Randy Orton, where he ended up going through a table? Might have been Kofi. I thought it was. It doesn't matter. Orton. Anyway, I thought it was Jeff Hardy versus Randy. I anyway. I will give one oh my god moment: the oh. pyro during the um, Hell in a Cell before the Hell in a Cell matches. That was really really awesome pyro. Just for those two matches, but great pyro for those four entrances. That's it. That's all I got. <laughs> yeah, that's really that's, that's a good one. Yeah, for sure. Here stateside, you're going to see that in about two weeks, pretty much everywhere. And mm-hmm. in Canada, you're going to see it in just under two weeks on July 1st. Second, mm-hmm. first, first. Well, technically, we'll even see it before that because Quebec's 
national province day is um june 24th so we're gonna see that pretty soon here at least in quebec but yeah a whole bunch of fireworks going on in the next two weeks so there you go pyro or if montreal random way to kick out pyro wwe that's it. If Montreal randomly wins against uh, the Vegas Knights for this series, and you're going to see Montreal go freaking apeshit with fireworks because every time they win, it's a whole freaking firework fiesta here. Yeah, not happening. So, not happening. Oh, it's definitely happening for sure. No, no. I'm still shocked that the Canadian fans don't have the lowest IQ, but you know, it is what it is. It is what it next, is. next one, good sir. Next. One, we are moving to best move. Best move of the night. So you can. Oh I wait, don't no. That. I don't remember no, no, nobody. Dalcim was not in this in this pay per view. <laughs> uh, um, best move. God, this is the one that I wanted to use Roman's choke for. <laughs> So, that was on the playoffs. This is the Super Bowl. I know. I know. Did you just mix two? No, that works. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you literally watched the, the gears turn in JLB's head. Did yeah, you just, just like... Nope, nope, nope. Ding! Oh, nope, no, but that worked. Yeah, I... I didn't think there was any um, uh, kendo sticks, I suppose. I, I really love that spot. It's going to get overused, but I really love that spot. Yeah. They they need to, to do something. Now, now here's the deal. I, I will say this, right? Because, yes, we haven't seen any guys use that exact spot. I will point out, though, that that spot owes its roots to the New Day versus the Usos Hell in a Cell from a few years ago. Because they were the ones who started using kendo sticks, jamming them in the in the into the the chain link, and mm. uh, they didn't use them to create a bridge and and table through it. They used it instead to trap one of the usos in the corner so they couldn't get out, so they could beat up the other one. But right, um, such creative. Yeah, no, that was probably that was probably the the best move of the of the night with the kendo sticks um i can't i, I can't stand corrected smarks yes the jeff hardy thing that you yep. Yep. found it important enough to ignore oh my god move of the night and run <laughs> and do that i didn't ignore it i let you guys uh talk and i type Talking to so you can get over here. So we're unanimous that the um, kendo stick spot was the best move of the night, correct? I really think we are. Yeah, uh, I would have to say so. I was trying to think of a phenomenal move that, like, there was no crazy move that Cesaro and Rollins did. It was just a great matchup. So I guess I would have to go with the uh, women's Hell in the Cell. When AJ jumped off of almost his shoulders with the oh, <laughs> phenomenal, oh yeah, that's right, no mid card. Yeah, they weren't on <laughs> it. I don't know. You why. know I, I suppose, up. even though we're talking best, it's also worth pointing out. 
I know WWE is focusing on trying to have uh, shorter pay-per-views because they don't think long pay-per-views are important and all that stuff. But this pay-per-view is shorter than an episode of Raw. Yeah. Then split the damn things up. Yeah. That yeah, is the answer. Or, or just start earlier. Why would you start at 8 instead of 7? Okay. Brand split it. Brand split it and do it now. No, no, yeah. no. Don't brand split it. Don't do that. No. Yes. 100% brand split it. Brand split them. Do it now because then uh, a three-hour-long SmackDown pay-per-view is at least longer than SmackDown, and we'd get to see more stars on it. Right. I don't the, want a pay-per-view every week, bro. No, no. no. You don't do no. every week. Pay- Same number of pay-per-views, just brand split. In four fact, cut Raw. the pay-per-views from 14 down to 12. Yeah, down to 12. Four for Raw, or 11. four for SmackDown, four dual brand. So the big four, WrestleMania, uh, Survivor Series, SummerSlam, SummerSlam Royal Rumble. Rumble, are still dual brand pay-per-views. But all the other ones, you split them. It's the SmackDown pay-per-view. This is the Raw pay-per-view. You still only do 12 pay-per-views, one a month. That's it. Um, I feel like they don't have enough people. Or they don't use enough people. Not that they don't have enough people. They've got over 300 wrestlers on their roster. But they don't use them. That's because they don't have split pay-per-views. You say that, but wait until that happens and then they still don't use them. My point is, when you have dual, when you have the split pay per views, you are forced to use more wrestlers, forced to develop more storylines, because then, because you have to fill a whole pay per view with just SmackDown stars. But here's the deal: is I mean, we can look at SmackDown and, and mention at least three storylines that were not featured on this pay per view that are active right now on SmackDown, right? I mean, we didn't see anything of of uh, um, Big E or, or Apollo Crews on this, right? Mm-hmm. Why? Well, because we wanted to do a shorter pay-per-view. But why? It's one of your marquee storylines. Why didn't you have it there? We didn't see anything of the the women's tag team or the men's tag teams, right? Technically, we saw the women's represented on the pre-show, but fucking pre-shows don't matter, so I don't care. Mm-hmm. Um, canonically speaking, pre-shows don't matter. Smack when they did uh, Survivor Series a few years ago, um, there was Raw versus SmackDown. SmackDown won something on the kickoff show but then raw won all of them on the main show and they went on forever about how raw had a clean sweep on survivor series so (laughs) canonically speaking the kickoff show doesn't matter um but that's my point is if you did split brand pay-per-views a smackdown brand pay-per-view so this this one will been this year the smackdown presents hell in a cell right and you would have had roman reigns versus uh uh, Cesaro uh, versus Mysterio on it. You would add Rollins versus Cesaro. You would add Zayn versus Owens on it, right? Three of these matches would have still been on it, but then you would have had Apollo Crews versus Big E in some thing there, and you could have had the SmackDown tag titles there, and then you would have had five matches, give them all a little bit more time, same same overall time for the pay-per-view, and better off. Uh, or maybe it was a Raw pay-per-view. Raw presents Hell in Cell. You still have Lashley versus McIntyre. You still have Ripley versus Flair. Mm-hmm. Um, you still have Bliss versus uh, Baszler. You know? I even have your build for this. 
that I've never thought of this before. We've talked about how Survivor Series needs to have stakes since they're going to be head-to-head like that. That The winning team gets their pick, gets first pick in a draft of not wrestlers, but a draft of the eight remaining pay-per-views. So they get to pick whether they have Elimination Chamber or Money in the Bank. They get to pick whether they have Hell in a Cell or TLC. They get to pick those gimmick pay-per-views that Smarks hate so much, but at least then there's value to those too. Mm-hmm. I want to have the Hell in a Cell. I don't want I don't want the TLC. Oh, I, I I want Money in the Bank. I don't I don't want the the um elimination chamber the the reason you have those two in particular go up against each other is that's the styles one of them's in a more extreme rule and then you have extreme rules in another one and whatever it is but you have these more extreme items these match types and then you have the this is your title shot beat six people or this is your title shot hey look it's also six people beat six people and those two can be consequential right next to each other whatever they are or they can be throughout the year i don't care how you do it but then that way you don't go well then raw doesn't have a uh, uh, money in the bank yeah they have elimination chamber right oh yeah i so, guess they but do. why would you care though why would you care if your brand Gets the money in the like if you're I don't know whoever the heck is the if manager. you're a general manager you care because it's going to affect your watch rates you you care because if you get money in the bank if that's your pay per view for Raw or SmackDown that's a that title all year long you've got a title shot all year long right and so if you win Elimination Chamber you get it next pay per view. Mm-hmm. Okay. The, the, these are all still things that the the star, you know, storyline wise, the stars for your brand would want certain advantages, right? And money in the bank okay. is a huge advantage. So the stars for your brand would want money in the bank because then they've got that chance at the big big prize, right? Um, inversely, the stars of your brand don't want payback, right? Because its watch rate is horrible. Because its watch rate is horrible, and and it doesn't have right. any big stakes or anything like that to it. So you're like, ah, oh, you know. So that's really it, it, it's as much about not getting the crappy pay per views, like fucking great balls of fire. I know I keep bringing it up it's the dumbest name they've ever made. Um, and I think they even used him, huh? Goodness gracious, as the theme song. Goodness gracious, great balls of fire. It might as well just called it WWE presents chlamydia or wow. hound dog. Yeah, that was really. You have to make it a sexual yeah, disease. That's, great that's... balls of fire. Oh, okay, I see what yeah. you mean. Oh, Elephantitis. Yes, WWE presents. We let your testicles. Blue waffle. <laughs> oh God. Well, I wasn't going quite that far. But, um... <laughs> Two girls in a cup. What? <laughs> hell in a cup with two girls. WWE presents. Help me, stepbrother. I'm stuck in the. <laughs> Why you got to bring my personal life into this, brother? Uh, uh, we, rail. we are going to get back on track by going after match of the night. This is the big one. What was the match of the night? I'm going to go ahead and put up uh, my prediction here. That's going to be pretty much universal, I think. Yep. 
Any arguments? Uh, with ranked choice voting, I'm going to go ahead and throw in another one. And that's that women's hell in a cell. Okay. So, so ranked choice voting, you put women's hell in a cell as number two. And this is number one. This is number one. So this still one wins is number one. Yeah. 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 I just, I, it, it, it's a valid honorable mention. Yeah. Um, oh, sure. There has yet to be a bad women's hell in a cell. There's only been four, but there has yet to be a bad women's hell in a cell. I just don't agree with your statement that the women need to prove something. I think it's because the women are more uh, not so much heavyweights. Like if I had a woman's hell in the cell with Naya and Tamina, it might not be good. You know what I mean? I want to see a hell in a cell with Ray and the kendo stick spot, but Ray's running around the ring and gets <laughs> clotheslined by the kendo sticks. That'd be fun. That would be fun. That'd be better than the Baszler uh, Bliss match. Um, I went there. Okay. Anyways. <laughs> so, match of the night, unanimous choice, Cesaro versus Rollins. We, we still think that it probably ended wrong. It wasn't a perfect match because I still think Cesaro should have won. I think this, this yeah. would have been the way to give Cesaro the big win. Although, else. I'm but, not mad because I feel like they're not doing anything with them anyways. Because even if Cesaro would have won, he's not going to be facing Roman next pay-per-view. I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm going to say that the way to do that would have been to have a smallish finish if you're going to continue this. And, and really, really heal up Seth. I'm, I'm just making an appearance. Have Roman Reigns come out and... Yeah. Seth is at my table. Seth is on the other end of my table. Well, and here's the deal. You could easily have have uh, set it up even more by just saying, putting a stake on this match that says, hey, if Cesaro wins, he gets another shot at the world title. Or, the universe or right? have... Who's um, the one that wasn't on SmackDown there? Jimmy or Jay? Who's like Jimmy not there... Nice. Jimmy wasn't Jim, there. Jay's at the table. Jimmy, Jay's the Jimmy's, table. Jimmy's reluctantly at the table. Right. By family. By family. My, By family. my point is, you, you, you put it up, you say, hey, here's the stake. If Cesaro wins, he gets another shot <coughs> at the title. Right? And then you can have Roman appear to help Seth win because he doesn't want Cesaro to get another shot at the title. And that gives uh, Seth still the victory, but it protects Cesaro a little bit more, and it helps build that down the road. And again, yes, then you have Cesaro win Money in the Bank, and now he's got the title contract, and he can face Roman whenever he wants to, mm. uh, which tells the storyline even better that way. But. That would have been good, yeah. But yeah, this Universal match of the night, Hell in a Cell 2021, Seth Rollins versus Cesaro. Not in a cell. But it wasn't in a cell. It was just at at a cell. I think that would have been fun if it would. I don't know why you just don't make all your matches Hell in a Cell. Like, if you're going to call the pay-per-view that, just make each match Hell in a Cell. I would have loved to have seen... I agree. I would have loved to have seen Owens versus Sammy in a Hell in a Cell. I would have loved to see Cesaro and Seth in a Hell in a Cell. Um, Maybe even the Shayna Baszler 
um, Bliss match could have been halfway decent in a cell because, hey, you can't use your demonic powers on me. We're in a cell. We're locked in kind of thing. But, so if but you do anything totally to me... Can because it's hell in a cell and she's demonic. Yeah, but, yeah, I don't know. It still might have made it more interesting. And I wouldn't have had to see Naya slap Reginald. Oh, well, it, that was great. You could have still <laughs> seen that. I, I, um, yeah, I. I just don't want to see it. Okay, I'm making up this match being in a hell in a cell, and they didn't book it because they were too focused on what they should the, do as a good match. For the only problem with that is the thing, the fiend symbiote sucks in hell in a cell. Yeah, he gets DQ'd and ref stoppage. <laughs> this, this is bliss to bring sim- it back. That symbiote's weakness is hell in a cell. Is red, bar is red um, chain link fence. Yeah. Can, can oh. we can we at least be happy they didn't do red lights at all during this? Or yeah. just anything for Bliss, really, for matches. They've never done it, so thank God. Yes. We'll at least give that there. Yep. So. But match of the night, universal choice. We're good there. But that brings us to the end of our review of Hell in a Cell. <sighs> I think overall a, a decent pay per view, right? Yeah, brought yeah. down by a this... few less than great matches, but the matches, the other matches were all above average enough to bring it up. The definition yeah. of meh, meh. Oh, I wouldn't call it a meh pay per view. It was decent yeah. enough. I've seen worse. No, I, it wasn't bad. I said it was meh. It well, was meh. Is kind of like it's a C. It'll get you through school. I would have given this one a B. I think it's a B, yeah. I'd say it's a little bit more than meh. It's above meh. (laughs) I think it had two below-average matches and four above-average matches, which brings it up to... But no great matches. Even even our match of the night wasn't a great match. If I ask you what was the best match of WrestleMania 17... Because we go back to that, because that's you know one of the greatest pay per views of all time. But okay, if I ask you what the what the best TLC match was, you'll have an answer. If I ask you what the best Hell in a Cell match or what the the best match from this pay per view is, and I read you the card in a year and a half, I don't know that you're going to remember that. I'm definitely going to remember Seth versus Cesaro. That's some classic match work, though. That's great wrestling at its finest. I, I, I kind of want to prove you wrong by doing, a, I, doing one I, from well, look, a year I won't, and a half ago. I won't maybe say it's the match of the year. I won't go that far. You know what I mean? But um, I do think it has contender to be with the two matches they have put up. It maybe has contender to be the one of the top ten so far of the last seven months that we've been, or last six months that we've been watching wrestling this year, I would say. Mm. Okay. Yeah. Well, I mean, I don't know. Like, that's yeah, great wrestling. I think maybe the last match was maybe a bit better, but this match was still pretty fire. Yeah. Okay. Well, wrong. No. Okay. Well, I mean, of course you can disagree. That's fine. I just think it was. Uh, I like I said, I, if we go back to 2019 and I list a, a decent pay per view from 2019. We'll we'll use uh, SummerSlam. I'm sure it's probably a pretty decent pay per view. Mm-hmm. And I list off the card. You won't be able to tell me what the best match of that night is. And I don't think people will be able to tell me what the best match of this night is in a year and a half. 
I I'm think, going back and proving you wrong. I, okay. I think I'm going to go out on a limb and say, um, if you were to tell me any month out of the year uh, this card, including Rollins versus Cesaro, I would have said every single time that Rollins versus Cesaro would be the best match of the night. And you'd have been wrong a couple times, too. I'm pretty sure Becky Lynch versus Natalia wasn't great at... Uh, SummerSlam. At, uh, SummerSlam. So, you know, that. Yeah. Bailey versus Ember Moon. I don't remember. <laughs> yeah. See? Charlotte Flair. Well, I mean, just because this is old Bailey, though, right? This is not heel Bailey. So I just can't really recall. Go on. Charlotte versus Trish Stratus. Um, that was probably halfway decent. AJ Styles and Ricochet. AJ Styles and Ricochet was fire, from what I remember. Uh, and Kevin Owens versus Shane was that the? No, that wasn't the cell. I don't remember that they fought so many freaking times. Totally don't remember Fiend versus Finn Balor. I think that was the match of the night that night, if I remember right. When did Goldberg face Dolph Ziggler? I'm gonna say uh, summer slam 2019. <laughs> thank you, thank you, thank you. Wow, just off does, the top of my head. That's, uh, so, <laughs> so does that does that give you that? That's where I think this lands is in good pay per view, not memorable. I won't argue with the not memorable part. I'm still saying that it's a B. Okay. <clears throat> because yep. it was above average on most of them. So, I is it going to be the best pay per view of the year? No, it's already no. not, right? Yeah. Is it going to be the best pay per view of of the quarter? Probably also not. You know, it's not even the best pay per view of the last two weeks. Yeah. Exactly. But we're putting it, NXT in that, so that's you know it's if, dangerous. Is it in is it in the <laughs> bottom pay per views of the year? Probably no, also no, not. no. I didn't yeah. say that. I said it's a C. And so, that's why I C say plus. to me, it's slightly above average. I, I, I could either say C plus or B minus, maybe. Mm. We'll, Just... we'll compromise and say B minus. Because I think four out of the six matches were above average. Two of them Controversy above. creates cash. It's going to be a C plus. No, no, B minus. <laughs> See? Fuck you, man. We'll, we'll do this all night. <laughs> Um, but that is our review of WWE Hell in a Cell 2021. Before we wrap things up, I do want to toss in one AEW thing since we don't ever like get to do our wrestling news anymore because every fucking weekend's a pay per view. Um, did you guys get see the Hager versus Wardlow cage match? Oh, I freaking my PBR didn't record it, so no. Ah, it recorded SmackDown though for fuck's I, sake. I give it credit for selling the MMA version. First of all, they had a full-on fucking MMA cage. Oh snap! Okay, Ooh. it wasn't. It wasn't just like it's an MMA match in a wrestling ring. It had right. a full-on octagon. Oh wow! Okay. Um, and they did a pretty decent job of selling it as an MMA match, right? And while yes, it ended with some some very wrestling things, 
uh, to it. But Wardlow is an MMA star? Wardlow knows MMA? Wardlow has never been in it. And that was the thing they played on it, is that Wardlow's never been in an MMA fight. Uh, Jake Hager has. However, Wardlow has been in cage matches before. Um, But, like, it did feature one time where Wardlow ran and then uh, jumped up and bounced off the cage and hit a Superman punch. A very wrestling thing. You'd never see someone do that in an actual MMA match, right? Right. Um, But somehow or another, it still worked. It featured a lot of back and forth and then ended with Wardlow passing out to uh, uh, Arm Triangle, Um, Mm. which is one of the things Jake Hager has actually legitimately won MMA matches with. So I actually really enjoyed it. So I highly recommend if you get a chance to find it. I will also nice. give AEW a big down for fucking Brock Anderson. I don't care if he's Arn Anderson's son. I don't care if he looks like a genetic clone of Arn Anderson. The guy has absolutely no charisma and is so green in the ring that he does not belong on AEW TV. Okay, but does Arn Anderson legit have charisma, though? Arn Still Anderson in? had charisma. Heck yeah. In fact, I got to be honest, I've cried like maybe a handful of times at wrestling promos on TV. Arn Anderson's retirement promo. Mm. Yeah, that's true. Because I watched Anderson, I guess, by the time he... Re- when did he retire? 95. Okay. Yeah, so that's it. I pretty much watched him after... Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. Okay. I just no, felt like no, Blair was saying... always the four horsemen like, guru of... You know, putting all the charisma into the Four Horsemen stuff. I remember oh, Flair, Anderson being mad and Rrr, but I didn't really get a crazy like Flair. Oh. Flair was Flair was the top of the charisma. I'm not arguing that Flair right. was the peak, right? But that's saying Arn Anderson didn't have charisma is not true either. Arn Anderson had a ton of charisma. It's just it wasn't as much as Flair. Uh, I I would fact- say that they probably had the same amount of charisma, and Flair has more flamboyance. Mm-hmm. Fun flack. Mm-hmm. Fun fact uh, from Fun flack. Fun, fun flack. Fun flack. To make a T-shirt of that. Fun flack. Fun um, flack. Uh, on a, the most recent Arn Anderson podcast, I can't remember what the name of it is. Uh, with uh, Conrad, uh, they told the story of how Arn Anderson came up with the name Four Horsemen, and oh. how it was it. They totally lucked into it. They weren't intended on being a long-term partnership. Uh, it was just a one-night thing where they were going to be four, uh, four wrestlers paired up, and you had uh, Tully, Arn, <sighs> Ole, and I don't think I think Flair might have been involved with it. I'm not sure, uh, but they're just delivering a promo. And it got to Arn Anderson, and Arn Anderson said he was sitting in the back watching, you know, as the not watching, but as the promo did, and and you know, uh, Ole talked and Tully talked, and, and it came to Arn, and he just had this whole thing. Yeah, hey, there's four of us here, and the and the Bible mentions the four horsemen of the apocalypse. So he just off the off the top of his head, he was like, "You got the four horsemen of the apocalypse here, and we're gonna." And he said afterwards, uh, Tony Schiavone came up to him and said, you just came up with your group name. Yeah. So. But Brock Anderson does not belong in an AEW ring right now. Maybe down the road, but right now, no. Get him out of my ring. 
Well, okay. I'm sure Arn is teaching him and probably saw a few stuff he can learn. Uh, I didn't watch his match. I didn't watch AEW Dynamite. So I take it. Who did he face? Uh, it was it was a tag match. Cody and uh, Brock Anderson versus um, um, t- 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 Aaron Solo and QT Marshall. Oh, okay. Yeah. And first of all, I'm... I'm tired of the QT Marshall storyline. Just get rid of that. I don't want to see him on my TV either. Uh, Aaron Solo's actually uh, turning out to be fairly entertaining, so I'm fine with that. But I can get rid of QT Marshall. Don't make QT Marshall send you a Twitter and show you how his portion of the show provides the best ratings. Don't do it. Just don't do it. Let QT Marshall be. Um, you know what I'm did- referring to, though. Okay. Links in the doobly-doos. <laughs> but we will go ahead and uh, close things up on the wrestling booking unit. Make sure to check the doobly-doos down below for all the links. Patreon, merch, socials, all of that stuff is in our link tree in the doobly-doos. Uh, you can uh, support us by buying one of those not-a-cop shirts that's right over there. Pointing there, right there. Not a cop. Uh, great way to support uh, the WBU. Or you could buy the one that says Link is in the doobly doo. Uh, JLB was too lazy to wear that today. Yep. I decided to represent Super Mario. Or a please sponsor us, Turks and Caicos. Yeah, I don't have. I don't think I'm buying that one, guys. Until they sponsor us, I, I also got the. One. I also got the wrestling cop. I mean, somebody in my area. Yeah, somebody near you. Purchased a wrestling cop sticker for the back of their unknown vehicle that looks a lot like mine. Yeah. <laughs> nice. So check out the doobly doos for all our links or Patreon. You can support us there. Our merch store socials uh we even have a link if you're someone who wants to do live streams we use Streamyard for it there's a link in the doobly-doo helps us out if you use that link to sign up for Streamyard. uh so help us out that way you can follow us on the social medias you can follow me at raw and order wbu it's right up there on the screen that's in pretty much any of the socials uh twitter tiktok instagram facebook you can follow me there you can follow da fabe at that moved da vincent k fabe there we go i'm not a cop so i can't read an order and then you can always follow jlb at at jlb 420 real talk radio is the brand at real talk radio 8 anchor.fm slash rtr um yeah i mean uh you know i'm on all the spotify's the apples and all that so Whatever works for you. I am getting a link tree put up because I think that's just well organized. So you will uh, also get that probably next week or next time we do this. But yeah, for now, uh, feel free to chat with me about anything, music, movies, wrestling, uh, whatever floats your boat, what's going on in the news. I am a jack of all trades and a master of none. So feel free to talk to me about everything uh, cause that's what we're here for. Nothing but great discussions and how in this all was fun. Thank you. Good sir. For having me on once again and back to you. Awesome. Uh, make sure to like share and subscribe. We mentioned that all the time, but that's the best way 
to support us is by sharing this podcast or, or the live stream with your friends, uh, sharing it on your Facebook. Uh, handily to do. If you're on our Facebook watching it, just click that share, boom, send, you're done. Uh, or, you know, YouTube, whatever. Um, but, you know, follow us. Link trees up there, all of that stuff. We're going to go ahead and close the book on the wrestling booking unit, the review. And uh, we will see you soon. C plus.